because I knew my viewers like my nephew lis- listened to all episodes as you may have noticed on YouTube he would like always comment like I love it Titi great job Titi I had a lot of kids watching so I felt that in that aspect I did have to hold back a lot because I didn't want to expose you guys to too much and I didn't want to say too much that would arise a lot of questions out of you um, not just because of you but because like also my cousin's um, children have been watching. They will like send me videos or whenever they see me, they'll be like, hey, Joe, I was watching your video. And I'm like, which one? <laughs> to try to remember everything that I've said. So that's the only way or the only reason why I held back from giving you guys too much information. But other than that, I was pretty honest. I was raw. I was transparent. I literally told you guys exactly how it would come out. Okay, question number two. Where do you see yourself in the future with your podcast or YouTube? So, of course, I want it to grow. Um, it's not so much about the numbers, though. It's much more about the impact. And it's much more than just a podcast. Yes, the numbers are, are great. Like, when I reached the 500 downloads, I won't lie to you. Like, I cried. I was so excited because I knew that my voice was, all, was being heard all over the world, right? Um, but for me, it wasn't so much about the numbers. It was about the DMs that I received. It was about the comments that I received. It was about people reaching out to me and saying, hey, I could relate to this. Or I couldn't relate, but this is how I can put it into perspective into my own life. I had a lot of people reach out to me who um, who would say like, hey, um, I didn't know you were going through that. I'm going through it too. Or hey, can you help me? Because I feel like I'm stuck, but you have it going on. So I think it was much more, and it was always, and it will always be about how I can help. Like, that is my main purpose. That is my main goal in life, to just continue back and help. Of course, I want this to grow. Of course, I want much more countries to listen to me, to tune in. I want more downloads, but I also want more connection. And I think connection to me matters more than the numbers. So basically, you're talking about experience, right? What do you mean? So you're talking about, like, everybody's experience, and you're talking about how they can help. And how it can connect like you and others? So it's more like how they connected with me. Like whether they, obviously we all live different experiences, but somehow they're somewhat the same. Um, So it's just how people connected with me and how people like reached out for help, you know? That was what really pushed me to continue. Through this experience with your brand, have you, what have you learned? With my brand, okay. So if you've been following me from the first day that I um, started the page, the Where I Join the Curls, um, then you know that 
from from the beginning we immediately began doing a lot of work we were able to shelter a woman in colombia who was being evicted we were we were able to donate a huge box of dr full of school supplies this was much more than me this was much more than who i'm getting emotional this was much more than my face on a shirt this was much more than a podcast again it was about the impact it was about the lives that we touched it was how we helped and even at a small level it was such a micro level but we made a difference in a lot of people you know you guys made a lot of difference too and i've learned that it takes a village i couldn't have done this alone i couldn't have gotten to where i got without you guys i wouldn't have I wouldn't have been able to manage it by myself. So I think the biggest lesson that I learned that I take from my brand is that um, people are willing to support and people are willing to help. And again, it's much more bigger than me just getting up here and sharing my stories. It's about the lives that we're, that we're touching. Question number four, what did the podcast teach you? Whew. So for one, for starters, the podcast taught me that I can literally achieve anything that I want. I always approach things with the scarcity mindset. I thought that there was a limited amount of resources, right? So I never pushed myself to dream big, to want big for myself. It was always like, okay, I'm going to stay at this level because that's where I felt like I can just hit. And if I hit that level, then that means I'm successful, right? But that came from my fears, from my fear of failures. But with this podcast, I really realized that, no, that I can literally do anything that I want, that I can literally accomplish whatever I put my mind to, which I didn't have that before. Um, The second thing that I learned is that strangers are much more willing to support you than your close family and friends. I can't even begin to describe or like show you guys how much support I received from strangers. With this podcast, I knew who would post me, you know? I knew the first, I could literally count it in one hand. The same people would always post me, right? People will support you when they want to, right? Um, But that doesn't mean that you should stop. Like, if I didn't, like, if I held myself back from publishing these because I'm like, oh, well, none of my immediate circle is helping me or supporting me, then I would have never done it, right? But it was much more than that. It's like, no, like, you have this set amount of people who are willing to help you who want to see your podcast do big. And that to me was like everything. Like everything else was, you know, I, I kind of blocked it out. But it was sad to see that I'm like, oh, all these people that were in my life before, I'm like, where are they now? Like when I really need the help, when I need the publicity, when I need like, you know, like the listeners or when I need the engagement, when I was always there for everybody. Like the other day, someone had texted me to like gossip. I didn't even respond. I'm like... I haven't seen you, heard from you in years, and you're coming, you're hitting my lineup with some nonsense. So I think that's the biggest takeaway. Like, people will support you if they want, and you do not need the support to continue because there are people willing to root for you. And these come, the rooting comes from strangers or not even people close to you. But to those that were close to me, I really do thank you. I couldn't have done this without you. Question number five What's next for Word Join the Crows? What's next? So I am going to take a two-month break. I'll be back after Labor Day. In that, I want to come up with more designs. I want to um, continue to donate school supplies to DR. 
obviously i do want the podcast to grow but in order for the podcast to keep growing i now have to sit back and reflect because the second season will be much more tough and i say tough in the sense that i mean i already know the episodes that i'm going to release but it's a lot of heavy information but before that i just want to like sit down focus on myself real quick recharge and come back with more energy but again i hope that this podcast is whatever god wants it to be not just the podcast but where are doing the curls i hope that we are able to impact thousands if not millions one day i hope that i'm able to give back at a bigger level so yeah that is what i want from it would you say a vacation is better with great vibes or solo so i think what the what the person meant was like if I would take a vacation with okay vibes versus solo. Like, I've never been on a solo trip. I think you guys know this. But there have been moments in my trips that I'm like, wow, this person is really draining my energy. Wow, like, why is this person here? Like, I think that you guys should be careful when you travel with people and who you associate with yourself, not even just in travel, but anywhere. People will drain you out of your energy. So sometimes it is best to do things alone because some people will just suck the life out of you, you know? But then there are some really great people that you connect, that you vibe with, that you know that you can really have a great time with. So I think it depends. Which country that you have mentioned in your podcast would you like to go back to? So let's see, I mentioned Peru, Jamaica, Belgium. Colombia. Colombia. Uh, no, Aruba, Aruba. no, Aruba. I haven't mentioned Aruba. I Aruba. I think out of all of those, I know I know Jamaica is top, yes. But um, I think if given the chance, I would do Italy again. It was a one day trip. Italy really has so much to offer. I would definitely pick Italy again. Especially Italy, like there some places is not really. <clears throat> Over there, they really don't use cars. It's mostly boats. No, that's so. That's one town in Italy, yes, which I've never been to. I would love to get there. Yeah, I would love to explore just Italy. There is a town. You're right. There's a town that just uses boats. Out of all the countries that you have traveled to, which one would you definitely go back to? I would love to do Cuba again. I would love to do Jamaica again. I I just love Jamaica. It's just, it's a different energy. Um, and I would also, what other country would I do again? I think Jamaica, Italy. I think you are done in Iraq, right? No, I would do Cuba. What is one place you still have left to experience? So, my dream list. I'm going to give you my dream list. I want to do Egypt. Egypt is number one on my goal list. Um, Greece, definitely Greece and Turkey. And in Asia, I definitely need to get to Thailand and Bali. Thai My mom has been to Thailand. Thailand is the best. You see all the animals over there. Yes, the I would love to get to Thailand. How and why did you let go of your twin flame so fast? Okay. Woof! I'm going to repeat the question. How and why <laughs> did you let go of your twin flame so fast? Oof. So, I know letting go is hard. I know we want to hold on to things, right? But at that moment in my life, 
I felt like it was the universe coming back for me, like to make sure that I learned my lesson. He taught me so many great things. And as you guys have heard in Montego Bay, but the main thing was that I didn't really love myself and that I wasn't putting myself first and that I had, I was carrying to a lot of dead things, right? So it came to a point where I knew and I felt if I continue here, then that means he didn't teach me anything. And in order for his lessons to be effective, I had to let go. Was it hard? Yes. Um, it, was, it wasn't easy. Of course it wasn't. But you have to put yourself first, right? You have to love yourself first. And I didn't do that before. I didn't do that previously. So when it came to him, I said, you know what? Thank you for all the lessons. Thank you for all the things that you have taught me. But I come first. And that's what happened. That's why I decided that, you know, like, I couldn't come up here and tell you all these great things and not be practicing them. The why, the why, <laughs> the why you will find out in the second season. What did you teach him? <laughs> that Dominicans are the best things on earth. No, I'm just kidding. I tell him how to curse a lot in Spanish. <laughs> no, this is a good question. What did I teach him? I don't, I would hope that I taught him a lot. From what he says, he and he'll be lying because you know men lie all the time. He says that I taught him how to be a better man. That I taught him also about love. That I taught him about goal setting and um, to go after what he wants. Other than that, I hope that I taught him that you know. <laughs> Was it real? <laughs> Oof. Okay, Nathan. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I actually get that question a lot. Was it real? That's between him and God. If he's, if it wasn't for him, then he's a great actor. But I know that for me it was. And that if it wasn't, then I wouldn't have learned as much as I did or as much as I have. I just, I don't think you can fake that much. Like, I just give you guys a small glimpse of what it was, of what it felt like. I didn't give you guys more details, but I just, I don't think it was. And again, I leave that up to between him and God. Will you go back to Jamaica? Oof. Um, I do. I want to. Um, I definitely would go back in a heartbeat. I love Jamaica. Again, the rum, the food, the bed. <laughs> I just love Jamaica. I definitely would be back. Is there any detail that you did not give us for the Columbia episode? So there is one detail. <laughs> And that was, I don't think it was necessary to say it, but I'll just say now since it was asked. I ended up paying for his cab back home. Guys, I am a loser. I know that. I do feel bad. I felt bad at the time. I'm like, damn, like, you know, it's different. It's, it's <laughs> Being an American abroad is so different. So I paid for his cab back home. Were your friends wrong for falling asleep as you were downstairs with the guy? I don't think that they were wrong. Because, again, it was our Airbnb. I invited him. I'm a grown-ass woman. I think that where it comes to play is if they would have left me outside with him. If they would have checked up on me. If I was drunk and I left somewhere with somebody random, you know? Um, that we had no information. Which I think that's fucked up. Like, I would never ask... Especially, like, if I see my friends drunk, I would never do anything. Like, no, we're getting you home. So I feel like that would have been fucked up. But them falling asleep, No. What are things in a man that is most important for you to make it work? 
So I think um you guys should know the answer to it. Um it's sort of like everything that I described in Montego Bay. So the things that I would want in a guy for it to work is he's faith-filled, he's supportive, he is honest, he's adventurous, he's loving. Yeah, I think that those are my top qualities. Again, you have to be like supportive. You have to be down for the ride. Um, you have to be all about God. And I'm not saying like devoted, you're like committed to God. No, but like it, it feels amazing when you can pray with someone. It feels amazing when you can get up, when you can dance with somebody. I just think my ideal guy is literally Montego Bay. Just with honesty. I would add honesty in there. If you had to change one decision you have made, what would it be? If I had to change one decision that I've made, I think that it would be not believing in myself sooner. Um, but I, again, I'm a firm believer that everything happens for a reason. Everything happens at its own time. But I can just only imagine how much more powerful I would have been or I would be if I believed in myself from the beginning. Um, if I would have had the purpose, if I would have had the drive. But again, like, you know, I don't... I did put myself through a lot, but I wouldn't be here to tell you guys a story. Looking back, I'm not. I'm now working on forgiving myself for some of the things that I did put myself through. But I think that everything made me grow. But I think that would be it. To believe in myself. To start things when I wanted to. To not depend on other people. To get it started, you know? That if I have a dream, if I have an idea to get it started, to run with it. To not let it die out because I'm afraid of people's opinions. Oof, yeah. And not caring about what people think. People will talk no matter what you do. And I think I was always afraid of like the what if. What if what if I fail? What would people say? Now, yeah. So those are definitely the things that I would. I have three say. questions for you. Okay, what are your three what questions? What is your favorite episode? I think my favorite episode is Montego Bay. And it's because that was the beginning of me, right? Um, that was the beginning of me healing. That, that was the beginning of me putting in work for myself. That was the beginning of me loving myself, of me appreciating myself. And it was done in such a beautiful way that I, looking back, I don't, I did need him. I did need. I needed to experience all of that to be who I am today. To be here today. To you know. To to share with you guys. So I think my favorite episode is that because that is literally the beginning of a brand new me. The beginning of me outside of anxiety. The beginning of me outside of depression. The beginning of me just being more faith filled and starting this new journey. Um, yeah. So definitely Montego Bay is my favorite episode. So you have obviously But wait, what's your favorite episode? I think <clears throat> wait, you have so many episodes. Um <laughs> And you watch them all, so which yes. one is your favorite? I think the first one, the first episode. <clears throat> okay, where I talk about the curls. Yes. Okay, why is that your favorite? Because it's just it's just explaining all about you, is giving every single little detail about you. Okay. Have you changed from the first episode to now? I have. Um, so from the first episode, I was a bit nervous. 
I wasn't still that confident. I was still applying rules. Um, I went back to the yard after that first episode. And I realized that... How do I say this? Um, a lot of it is unlearning, right? So we grew up with our parents, our neighbors, our teachers' beliefs put upon us. If you go back and you realize the things that are not working for you, and you'll notice a pattern, I promise you everything happens for a reason, there's a lesson in everything, you'll begin to discover more about yourself. So from the first episode that was released in Jamaica to now, I've become such a better person. Again, I know that this sounds repetitive, but um, I have noticed so much difference. Like, not just in the way that I am inside, but the way I'm on the outside. Like, I look better now. My hair is longer. I look much happier. I walk with much more happiness and purpose. There's so much more that I want out of life. I'm much more dedicated. I'm much more passionate. I'm much more loving. Again, there are still so many things that I have to work on. But I know that from the first episode until now, these have been the best six months of my life. Like, again, I, I know a lot of people in Sally, a lot of people complained about the year 2020. But I think the year 2020 for me was like a chance to start all over. And I cannot wait till you guys hear season two because I will take you back to when I was a child all the way up till now. And you'll, you can really hear the difference. But I know that a lot of people have told me, like, you sound better on camera. You look better. You're doing much more better. You're more helpful. I'm definitely helping a lot of people. So I can see the difference. What's your least favorite per What's your least favorite country that you will not go back to? Or what country do that you not you will not visit? Ooh, what's one country that I would not go back and visit? I think it's unfair to say because it brought me back and it oof. Okay, one country that I would not go back to or that I have no plans on going back, if God wants to send me back, that's on him. It's France. And I just think it's because there's a lot of trauma there. But that was also the beginning of a like of a dark, dark moment. Not just a year, but years for me. And I just think France, I, just, I wouldn't go back. Would you like to visit Paris, though? Yeah, no. I don't care for Paris anymore, sadly. Like, you know, um, I don't think I would go back to France. So what's your least favorite video? You oh, you, my least favorite video? Mm -hmm. I loved all of them. I was obsessed with all of them. I rewatched all of them. I talk about all of them. But if you had to pick one, which one? <laughs> if I had to pick my least favorite video, I think I would redo Belgium and friendships. Okay. Yeah, I would redo Belgium and friendships. Um, Belgium because I feel like there was more there was much more that I could have said um, and the person that who I am now which goes back to your question I wouldn't have said those things that I said because now I, I see life and love in a different light um, so I would take back Belgium and I would redo it okay those are my questions before I end it I want to say I cannot thank you guys. My voice is traveling much faster than I ever could. You would have been in China. Mm -hmm. Would have been crazy. 
Yes, we're gonna get there. We're gonna we're gonna say we're gonna make it to China. We're gonna make it all across the world. I promise you. Today I was able to release a 12 episode of Where I Join the Curls podcast. Usually I have ideas of the things that I would like to do, but when I thought of the podcast, it made sense. It felt right. I immediately began to work on it. I asked questions. I bought the equipment and began to work on it. I can't say that I did it on my own because it took a village. People encouraging me throughout the way. People giving me advice and tools. My voice being heard in nine countries and 83 cities, cities that I can't pronounce and cities that I have never been to. With 500 downloads, although I accomplished the goal, I can say that it is not about the number of views or downloads, it is more about the impact. The people that I have helped, those who I made laugh or cry. Those who reached out and told me how my stories resonated with them. I got to build a community, a community of loving and supporting people. And even better than this, is the woman who I have become. I was forced to stick to the script. Everything that I said in these episodes, <laughs> everything that I encouraged, everything that I spoke about, I had to become that. I had to follow it. Because people were watching and people were rooting for me. People were constantly reminding me of my words. I watched myself, episode after episode, day after day, month after month, become the person who I never thought was possible. I left my fears behind, I pushed through my doubts, I said no, I set boundaries, I gained self-respect, self-love, self-value. I put myself first. I became more disciplined and more loving. There is still a lot of work to be done, but I started. Watching this new Josieli go from dragging herself in the mud to becoming a beautiful butterfly is heart-filling. Who I started, who I am now, the impact that I've made, the people that I've touched, the support that I received. In the second season, I'll describe to you how it takes more a village, how the universe aligned. Please believe me when I say I did not believe in myself. But from the moment that I, re I had that voice inside of me say, do this podcast, I never set out to work on a goal as fast as I did for the podcast. Like It just felt right. And I knew that it would make a diff that it would make a difference in a world where people are taught to suppress their feelings. Thank you guys for coming back. Like whenever I had one ounce of doubt, you guys pushed through. You guys came through. You guys helped me wore my shirt, sent me pictures, quoted me. Like it was so amazing to hear and see. And I just know that this is the beginning, and that the second season. I promise you, the second season is better. Now I do want to end it off by saying that you are not alone. That depression, mental health is real. If you ever feel like you need somebody, I am here. You guys can reach out to me at where I join the curls on Instagram. You guys can send me an email at where I join the curls at gmail.com. If you like this episode or if you like the podcast, please subscribe, download the episodes, leave a review. Tell me how it made you feel. Tell me the difference because I always look forward to speaking with you guys. So thank you guys so much, and I will see you in two months. See you. <laughs>